Jamie Cool Beans, man. What's going on, Cameron? Dude, nothing much, man. Thanks for having me on this thing. Are we Are we on? We going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are live. Fuck yeah. What's up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Human Geography Podcast. And I, I for people who who will watch yesterday's episode and will uh, see the madness, because I did two yesterday, mm-hmm. and I got really lit. Oh, like, yeah? So like during or... Yeah, no, during because. Uh, so I'm not I'm not 100 percent today. <laughs> I'm completely no, honest with you. I'm never fully. I'm at 100%. I'm, I'm good. I'm awake. I'm I'm not completely coherent. Uh, I'm dehydrated, but I had I don't know if you know who Madeline Teague is. I don't know if I've met her. She well, she smokes a lot. Oh, so yeah, she, she started off the podcast like, no, we're gonna smoke, and I'm usually I, I don't mind smoking, but I don't I like to do it halfway through. Oh yeah, I feel you. Kind of get rolling. And yeah, and then you know, and then we chill, relax, smoke, and then get a little silly, whatever. But she started off from the bat, and I was just like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> Dude, yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm weird with weed. Like I like smoking weed a lot, but when I started doing comedy, I realized I don't really like to go and talk a lot when I get real high. Like I I like to get high and just like watch some South Park or play some video games mm-hmm. or something like. Now, does that matter with the difference with, like, sativa or indica when you smoke it, or is it really all the same kind of... I mean, I don't really know. Like, I mean, we're in Texas, so I just kind of get what I get in, mm-hmm. the, in a way. Like, uh, I've been kind of on those weed pins, yeah. which I heard those will fucking kill you, but, I mean, they're, they're still... You can smoke them in your car, so it's kind of worth it, but... <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> worth it! Me dying <laughs> and getting my weed very, you know, inconspicuously is way worth it. I mean, I'd rather die, like, later and worry about that shit than, like... Get arrested and have to spend a mm-hmm. night in jail. Or what is the full? What is the full story about that? Because I don't think I've heard the full story about. Okay, so I know this one well because I was jeweling like hard. So I got really into jeweling, and then my mom every like every time I do it in front of my mom, it was an intervention like real quick. Like she would be like, "Those are killing you. Those are killing you." And then I found out it was the the weed pins that were doing more of them mm-hmm. because it's like if you buy them from like an actual. Uh, dispensary, I think those are cool, but I heard like the dank carts uh, have like what is it, vitamin A or some shit in it that uh, people put stuff in it, and that's what's killing people. So, oh yeah, because it's that extra added. Why are they adding stuff to it? Though? Well, I don't know, man. I I hear because uh, like if you make your own wax is too thick to like vape in a pin like that, mm-hmm. so I have to cut it with something, I guess. Oh, okay, because usually like so in other words, they're doing it improperly. Yeah, pretty much. You're just you're like missing yeah. a certain ingredient that you could only get a hold of if you're actually um, a licensed uh, place to make the pens. Exactly. Yeah. If you're getting it from like a dispensary, I think those are cool. But if you're getting it from some fucking like high school kid, you know, they're they're probably putting some fucking bleach in there or something. You're definitely mm. getting got. But uh, bleach. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're putting something in there, man. But yeah, I, I like those weed pens, man. Those are cool. I'll just kind of. I haven't been smoking as much. Like I'll just kind of like take a little hit from that and chill. Hi, girlfriend. Hey, can't find the Wi-Fi. Okay, that doesn't seem to be like a problem I should have to deal with right now. Um, While I'm doing the podcast, (laughs) just restart the PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's my girlfriend Lana, also known as Little Lana, for the podcast. She's my producer, but right now she's occupied. Okay. Trying to find the Wi-Fi. My girlfriend's here too. Uh, I brought Bree with me. She's Hi, Bree. Hey, 
What are you doing? <laughs> um, what else? I know I got more questions, but this is a little scatterbrained. I know, dude. Man, I almost okay. brought some beers with me. Other. <laughs> oh, that would have been nice. Right, I think yeah, I get that beer. I, I usually keep a lot, but then, you know, I had a bunch of people over here, mm-hmm. and, you know, we all just, just drank all of them, and which is, you know, what we're supposed to do when we have people over, because after, after that podcast, I had one, which I call Fight Fan. Oh, yeah, you, you real into that, like UFC and stuff? Yeah, we sat down and watched the UFC. There was, like, ten people here. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all kinds of chattering. I had the mic next to me, but even then, I was, like, so lit. <laughs> I was so tore up. I barely could talk about the fight. My brother is uh, next to me. My cousin, they're just going off about whatever. Uh, it's, it's a, I know this is going to be a sloppy podcast, but whatever. <laughs> I'll still put it out there because we did it. Right? It's probably probably more interesting. A guy like me, like I'd, I'd want that. You know, I don't know much about UFC, but mm-hmm. watching people talk about shit while they just get yeah. fucked up, that's, that's entertaining. Dude. Yeah, we, we got pretty tore up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, so uh, how long have you been in the comedy scene for? Uh, less than a year. I'd say maybe eight months. Eight months. How you yeah. liking it so far, dude? It's been cool, man. I'm I'm on your podcast, big milestone, you know. <laughs> First stop, Ruiz. <laughs> Next stop, Rogan. Maybe. <laughs> nah, man, it's cool. I like it. I've done some shows, a lot of open mics. Mm-hmm. It's been cool, man. How how long have you been doing it? Almost two years. Almost two years. Hell yeah, yeah man. Almost two years. Um. You know, there's been ups and downs, and I disappeared for a couple of months, probably like three or four, three and a half, when I had my kid last summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, I had my kids, so I didn't do anything besides go to work and then uh, have time with them, because I, I don't have that much time with them. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but when I came back, I was like super rusty. Uh, it took me like three weeks to get back to norm, and even now, I'm still, I'm still kind of rusty. I wouldn't say I'm rusty, I'm just like, I... I'm having issues just rewriting writing new jokes, so... Yeah, I run into that too, man. Uh, so, like, I'll have maybe three or four weeks where I go to open mics a lot and the jokes are just, like, flowing. Then I notice once I get a good set that, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm doing good at shows and, like, mics and stuff, and then I start to get tired of those jokes, mm-hmm. that's when I hit a wall. And I'm, like, I take a few days off of, like, open mics. I'll take, like, a week off. I need to work on not doing that because I'm, like... Three weeks hard, and then I'll take a week off. Mm-hmm. And stand-up's weird, because, like, you take a week off of stand-up, and then you come back and do an open mic, you're just as nervous, pretty much, as you were, like, your first open mic, I feel like. like mm-hmm. It's definitely one of those things you can, like, kind of lose, you know? Yeah. Uh, some people are like that, where, like, they take a week off and they come back. I, I, I don't think I get nervous if I took that long off. It's more like I, I don't feel right. But it's not really nervousness. It's more like, kind of like uh, trying to ride the bike after not riding it for a little while, you know? Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you, you, you know it's in there. You know it's in your mind. You know once you, like, ride it a couple blocks, you're like, okay, yeah, I come to totally remember all this, but the first couple of steps is a little wobbly. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. You always got to, like, bomb a few times, and then you're like, all right, I'm back, I'm back in it. How, mm. many, uh, how many mics do you do a week? Um, it ranges between five and nine to ten. Five and ten. Damn, ten a ten a week. Yeah, it can be. It can be and you have a girlfriend. Week. Yeah, dude, I, that's the thing I run into. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend's here, so I'm gonna be careful. But it's hard to balance like open mics and a girlfriend, you know? Because like doing open mics is like a girlfriend. Like you gotta 
Yeah, it's a separate yeah. relationship. It's its own it's, relationship. And it's really, it only works out depending on your effort. That's the thing. It's, it's not two people trying to work it out. It's just you yeah. and open mic. And, and then if, if you neglect open, the open mic for doing comedy, uh, she's not going to come back and hold your hand when you come back. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. She'll move on without yeah. you. <laughs> so uh, it is kind of, it's it can be difficult, not really with timing, because, um, you know, we still have the weekends together. So, like, well, not even Friday, but Saturday and Sunday. Well, not even Sunday, because I'm going to Denton tonight. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, tonight? After, yeah, after, after this, this mic. You hitting Friday? Uh, after this, uh, I'm hitting Dusty's. Oh, I'm cool. going to go to Dusty's. Um, but she's going to come with me, so we're going to go do that one together. Oh, cool. Um, but for the most part, uh, yeah, I, I'm doing, like, two Monday, one, maybe two Tuesdays, uh, two Wednesdays, uh, one Thursday, and then one Friday. So, it varies, yeah. Man, hell yeah. And yeah, then, it's cool that there's night. the option to do, like, three on Monday if you want to. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, we kind of have the same arrangements where, like, Monday through Thursday, I'll just kind of hit the open mics I want to hit, and then just kind of chill on the weekends, and then go back to it, like, what you said. Yeah. Uh, which one's, uh, are you mostly in Fort Worth? Yeah, I'm, uh, I live, like, out in Burleson, so I, mm-hmm. anytime there's one in Fort Worth, I'll go to that one. Okay, Burleson, where's that at? It's, like, South Fort Worth. It's, like, kind of, like, a oh, okay, smaller South Fort town, Worth. yeah. So, over there by, like, Hewlin? Yeah, yeah, kind of, like, Hewlin. A little you, further? Yeah, though? it's probably, like, 15 minutes away from, like, the Hewlin Mall and shit like that. Okay, so you do quite, quite a bit of a drive, then. Yeah, yeah, it's about like 20, 30 minutes away from Fort Worth, so that's why it's like... You ever go to Dallas? Every now and then. I'll do hyenas in Dallas. Uh, yeah, because I think I've seen you out there every so often. Yeah, for a while I was I was hitting that one every week, and mm-hmm. then uh, I slowed down on that one, but I definitely will probably go back. Uh, do you ever hit Gretchen's mic on Wednesday as well? No, is that, uh, is that in Dallas too? Yeah, you should hit that one up. If you go to Dallas, because you know you sign up for the open mic on... And, and Hyenas, and then like you won't go up to like who knows when, like maybe yeah, like those run late. <laughs> yeah, we can stop by. You can sign up at Hyenas. Then after you sign up, what time do you get there to sign up? Uh, usually like seven, eight, just kind of whenever the list mm-hmm. is out. Yeah, you can go and sign up, and then after that, go to Gretchen's, which is Rawson Hall, which is probably like maybe five minutes away. Oh fuck yeah, that's and cool. And then you can sign up with her. You just show up and sign on the you know the paper, and then if you go up early with her, like or you, you can go up with her anytime. Um, before ten, you should be just you should be fine by the time you get to hyenas. Yeah, that's the worst part about the hyenas is the wait. Like I used to go kind of chill at that Taco Bell over there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of yeah, that waiting at the Dallas one is insane, especially when you're like. That's kind of like a newer club to you, like, cause when I first started doing stand up, like I would go to the the Dallas Hyenas, and I wouldn't get home till like three in the morning some days, cause like that that list is long as shit, dude. Like you'll go up at like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first week I went there, one of the Dallas Cowboys uh, players' friends, I don't remember which dude, but he, he went up and he brought like a fucking squad with him, dude, just mm-hmm. like a ton of girls, like a, just a huge squad, and they packed like half the room. So I was like, dude, this mic is lit, dude. There's always people here. And then he went up, and there, there was, like, no one there after 
<laughs> he went up to he went up to do open mic. Yeah, yeah. I guess one of his friends went up to do the open mic. I was like getting my Dallas Cowboys jokes ready. I'm like, this is good. I'm gonna get discovered, dude. Mm-hmm. Do the halftime show. Then they all just left. Yeah, all just left. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sucks when you when you decide to change your set. Yeah, right. Yeah, or they, like you see someone in the crowd and you're like, oh, I'm getting this, dude. And uh-huh. they always leave right before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I try not to worry about what the crowd looks like. I try to just stick to whatever I'm gonna do. And once I write it down, I don't want to change it. Yeah, because I've changed it before, like you know, right on the spot. Like I'm, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a different one, and then it doesn't work out because I was so fixated on the other set. Now that and I changed it last minute, I didn't really think about what I was changing. Yeah, it just kind of derailed you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've had that happen. So I, I try to. That's why I can't watch other other comics that well either. Like, like at open mics or just like on Netflix? No, on open mics. Oh, like because they'll talk about something and they use a word. And I'll be like, fuck, I was going to use that word in my bits. Now I can't use that word. Something so stupid like that. But it's like, no, it's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Just because somebody said something, or even where the premise is semi-close to what I'm talking about, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But I still try to refrain from um, being in there too much. Like, I'll go, maybe, like, if I have a friend that tells me, like, hey, you come check out my set, you know, I'm working on it. And I'll be like, okay, cool, I'll come check it out. But... For the most part, I'll go. I'll try to hang out in the room, like maybe two or three comics before me. Yeah, it's you definitely don't want to watch everyone that goes up because you'll get like, you'll get in this zone of just like five after five after five, and then all of a sudden you just kind of get tired, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and you may be like, like what you were saying, like if somebody does a joke like with a similar premise to yours. You're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't do that. Joke. I think it's better to just not know and yeah. just go up there. Because if you're not trying to rip anyone off and mm-hmm. you go up there and just do yours and it's similar, who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I feel you. It's especially when there's that many people on like an open mic list, you can't watch them all. It's, no, you can't. There's yeah. no way, man. There's like over 50 people in Dallas alone. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the comedy scene here is like popping, man. There's like, there's so many mics that are popping up and there's so many people like. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. I'm only like nine months in. I've already met like a ton of people. Like uh, there's, it's been some cool people that are doing it. But yeah, mm-hmm. you can't. How'd you like that bodega show we did? Oh, dude, I liked it. That yeah. was cool. Do you, uh, that's a good one because you could you get a chance to like kind of do ten minutes and mm-hmm. most open mics you get like four, four to five. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, what's his name? God damn, I can't think of his name. That throws it. Uh, Andrew Barton. Andrew, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've known Andrew. He was like one of the first comics I became friends with in Fort Worth when I first started doing Hyenas over there. Mm-hmm. And then he started doing that, like well, maybe about maybe a year ago. Maybe not even that much long that long ago. Um, the only thing is, like he told me last minute, and and I didn't get a chance to like try to bring any people out with me because I know he likes to be like, okay, at least bring two people, try to bring somebody. Yeah. And. Um, so I was kind of like, damn, I didn't get a chance to bring anybody, but it's okay. Maybe next time we'll plan it out better, and um, figure out. And I'll try to see if I can bring more people out there for him to have a bigger crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Sometimes you go there and there's people that are just kind of like at the bar, mm-hmm. so you get those. That's those an randos. interesting place too, because it's like it's like a tiny <laughs> store in the front, dude. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, it's back there. Like I, I was like, what the fuck? They open up like the freezer door. Yeah. And I walk in there, and it's a, and then you're stuck in a little hallway. And like, 
and they kind of sound like they lock you in. You're, right? If you didn't yeah. know what was going on, you're just standing there like, what the hell is this? Dude, yeah, the first <laughs> time I pulled up and I was like, all right, so it's going to be in a gas station. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, uh, I'll do stand-up in a gas station. And then he's like right through there, and you walk in through a literal freezer. Mm-hmm. And like, and it just opens up, and it's like, a yeah, huge room. You, like you find that other door that doesn't even look like a door. Yeah, right. And then it's it's hard to get out of there too if you've never been in there. There's no like exit, so you have to go through like the back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a cool place. That's a I like that one a lot. Anytime I'm on that one, it's been like a last minute thing. So I'll I'll like maybe bring a few people, but it's hard mm-hmm. to get people to come out to stuff like that because like as a comic, you're constantly telling friends like, hey, I have a show, I have a show, I have a show. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they come out. And sometimes they don't, but like... Yeah, I really don't try to tell people to come out and watch open mics that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't... Like, don't come watch me at an open mic. No, if you're gonna come watch me, watch me at an actual showcase. Sit down, have a drink. There's a bunch of other people there that's gonna be laughing, ready for comedy. But, like, an open mic, they can be horrible. Dude, yeah, it's... (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't wish an open mic on my worst enemy if you're not a comic. Because you're just like... They, they, everyone doesn't really know what it's like, so they sit front row, mm-hmm. and then they watch a hundred comics go up, and it's, I don't know, it's crazy. That's that's kind of what me and my girlfriend did, like, when I was first getting into comedy, I was like, well, I want to watch an open mic and, like, see what it's like. So we sat front row at the Hyenas at Fort Worth and watched fucking everybody, <laughs> and we were there all night, man. It yeah, was, uh, I did that, too, bro. Yeah. For the first, um... The first time I decided I wanted to do comedy, I was like, let me, I went to Arlington Improv. Oh, cool. And I sat there, and I watched probably about maybe an hour and a half worth of comics, just to see what it looked like. Yeah. And they did so bad. <laughs> it gave you that confidence, like, I yeah. can do that bad. You yeah, know? well, it wasn't like, it wasn't, <laughs> it's not like, I was like, I could do that bad, but it was like, oh, okay. I, I was like, I can't, I was like, these guys did so bad. There was one dude. Who creeped the fuck out of people because he didn't say anything. He he just he he came up on stage. He was like he looked like he was in his mid forties. He had this ugly ass Christmas sweater on. Yeah. And he's just walking around, just staring, just glaring at people. And then he gets off the stage and starts doing it on the floor in between the table, just walking with a mic. Oh, and I'm like, I'm kind of chuckling because I'm like, <laughs> like. This guy's kind of weird, like, but I, I give his angles to make people just as awkward as possible. It's like it is working. Yeah, mission so accomplished. So to me, bro. to me, I'm, I'm thinking that like, th- that's funny to me because I, you know, I have a weird mindset about things. But like, I like when you, when a person is odd and you're trying to figure out like, what are they doing exactly? Yeah. When they're trying to throw off a, a group of people. Yeah. Those but like. Oh, what are you gonna say? Those are always my favorite sets. The like, what is this a fucking art project this guy's doing? Like, what is he fucking doing up there? Like, those are the sets that definitely make me laugh the hardest. Like, yeah. maybe not for the right reasons, but uh, <laughs> yeah. like, is this his, his what's the word shtick? Yeah, is right. Is this, shtick? This, is this guy's shtick? <laughs> so when I saw that, I was just like, yeah. Even if I go up and do badly, it's okay, because everybody's doing badly. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, like, for practice. Bad. Like, it's mostly just other comedians. They're not mm-hmm. gonna fucking boo you, you know? Like, everyone's cool. Yeah. That's kind of what gave me the courage to try it. Have you ever followed anybody 
that was just like a killer and then you follow them and then you're just like wow my stuff barely hit compared to that guy oh yeah for sure at the bodega show i've uh i i went up i didn't follow them but they followed me mm-hmm. and i like i had a very like average set like i i was like i went up there and i did like the material i had planned to do and like it was okay it wasn't like the best and then uh the next guy goes up I don't even remember who it was, but he just fucking, like, kills in a way that he, like, wasn't doing material, but he mm-hmm. was just, like, fucking around. And that's, like, that's kind of what I wanted to get on, you know? Like, mm-hmm. to where, like, it almost made me feel like I was going up there fucking reading lines, you know? Like, the, you have you ever, like, gone after someone who just, like, fucks around, and they're mm-hmm. just hilarious that way? Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, this one chick, um, I had her on the podcast, so I shouldn't know her name. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck god damn it this is why I don't do drugs <laughs> uh, um, anyway uh, the, the black chick light skinned chick I don't know if you know her or not but she, she that's how she she goes all the time mm-hmm. and she just goes up and flows with whatever she feels like and I've had to follow her a couple times and that was kind of tough because I'm tr- I have something that I know what I want to do, and I'm trying to go. And I know what you mean by, like, it sounds like you're reading it verbatim. Yeah. And it doesn't sound natural. And those are hard because they're bits that you've worked on before, but because you changed it and actually sat there and wrote it down, when you try to do it again, it doesn't sound, it doesn't feel natural. Yeah, that's kind of how I, I know when it's time to, like, change it up. Like, to where I, like, like, the first couple times I do a joke... I'm actually, like, trying to sell it, and it's new, and it's fun for me. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it's just like, oh, dude, I'm just, I'm reading lines up here, you know? Yeah. Like, it's weird I got into comedy, because I always hated repeating, like, jokes. Like, if I, like, as a kid, if I ever said something funny, and, like, in front of my parents, they would never let me live that shit down, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I was a kid once, and, uh... <laughs> I was a kid once. Uh, yeah, once, <laughs> once I was a kid. I wasn't always 23. So I, uh... I was giving my parents this fake fucking tour, mm-hmm. like, of, uh, we were on vacation, I was like, to the left you have trees, and to the right you have trees. Like, not fucking funny, dude. But they could, they made me repeat that for years. So I was like, I fucking, I'm sick of this joke. I feel yeah. like, yeah, like, I hate repeating jokes for too long, you know? Yeah. But That's just a weird thing. I said this the other day, uh, in a group setting of comedy, I was like, what's it like to have two parents? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It's a, uh, it's cool. <laughs> people they were like, yeah, you know, my dad got mad, at blah blah blah, and then blah, blah, blah. I was just like, huh? Like I was like, what's it like to have two parents? I was like, and they're just like, huh? And I kind of like threw the conversation off. Yeah, and then <laughs> it got real sad, like right now. <laughs> just like, I was I'm, like, I'm I just man. I didn't live in a world where I where two were where there was two adult figures telling me what to do. Yeah. You know, it was just me and my mom, and then my sisters with my brothers, and you know they were just assholes. And just, I'm not gonna listen to somebody who's an asshole and, and like you don't feed me, <laughs> like so why should I listen to you? Right? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't know where I was gonna go with that, uh, but yeah, that's a that's a, a problem though. But like you'll get over it, you know, practicing your stuff, and um, I know I've practiced my shit. And I get, uh, I try to get sillier with it. Yeah, that's that's one of the cool things when you kind of like know the jokes, so you can fuck <laughs> around a little bit in between, and then know you can just go back to what you had planned to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to do. Yeah, 
that's what I do from keeping getting that from getting that feeling of of, of sounding like a robot on stage. Yeah. So I just try to have fun in between them. In between so their... you're a pothead too, I'm assuming. So. Oh uh, yeah. So. So like, did when you started, did you have to bring a list up there to remember what you were gonna say? Because I'm still in the list stage to where well, I have it, but I don't really use it. It depends on on. It depends on what I want, what I'm doing, really. Because there's some bits where I know it already off the top of my head. I don't need any notes. Yeah. But there's some where, where I have, um, I can get to the point where I've written, write it the whole bit down just to remember the whole bit and work, work it that way. And then there's also times where I'll just write the word, like the premise of the bit, and I'll make like, let's just say I, I put like four words. And all those are premises to a bit, and I'll go on stage, and I'll just look at that word and be like, okay, that's what I'm going to do, and I'll continue. But I know everything else I need to know about that word. Yeah, it's like a bullet point. Like, it reminds you of what to do, then if you need to glance over at the next one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 to keep me on track. Otherwise, I'll be like, oh, what was the next thing I wanted to talk about? And instead of doing that, I'll just look down at the thing. And people don't have, you know, some people, um, everybody brings up notes. So as long as you have, as long as it doesn't look like you're like trying to read your jokes completely off the paper, people yeah. are just like, okay, you know, just looking at your notes, just because you want to go, go on to the next idea. Yeah, that's one thing I I've tried I've tried to avoid, like the people who just go up there and just read their notes verbatim from their phone. Like, mm-hmm. just like at least sell it. There's this <laughs> one comic who, uh, he's a feature act, so he's been doing it for a while, but. He, and I hardly ever see him at open mics. I know he goes to DCH a lot, which I need to go to DCH. I've been told by the comics that I need to sign up at DCH. So I'm going to try next week to see if they'll put me on the list. But he, he'll like he'll have the joke. He'll say it. And then whatever reaction he gets from the audience, he immediately goes to his notes and writes it down. Oh, no. Yeah. That, that's immediately. A- somebody, if, some, if people laugh, they're like, ah, ha, ha. He's like, okay, one guy found it funny. And he's <laughs> no. talking into the mic while he's doing it. So I don't, people, and people kind of laugh at that because they think that's kind of a bit as well. Yeah. And like, if somebody were to say, like, uh, uh, anything, like any kind of like comeback or something snappy, he'd be like, okay, this guy said I look like blah, blah, blah. And he'll just write down whatever people's reaction is. And it's, it's a different approach, and I've never seen anybody else really do it like that. And I don't think I would do it like that, but that's just... It's not my thing, but yeah, he must have been doing comedy forever, and he's at the point where like, ah, oh, these open mics, this is some strictly business shit. Like, I don't give a shit what they think of me, but let me just kind of yeah I jot so. down what they say. You know, that's sick. He's like, I'm only doing this for the real shows. Fuck these open mics. It that's might cool. Be. It might be that's where he's at, and 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 I mean, you know, for do you record your sets? Every now and then, <laughs> I I uh, try to record like real shows, mm-hmm. but. uh I need to record, like, my open mic sets. Yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, I definitely should do that. I record all mine. I don't always listen to all mine, but I record them all. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's just say I have a showcase coming up. Before I hit, before I start doing that showcase, I pick which bit I want to do. And then I'll listen to the, I'll listen to, let's just say I have five recordings of it. I'll listen to all five and see which one's got the most laugh out of that whole bit and then write that down. Oh, yeah. Keep that. Gonna... Anything that didn't get a laugh, get rid of it, replace it with something else that did get a laugh. And then 
when I get the full um, when I get the full idea of what I'm gonna do, I'll use that at an open mic like two more, two or three more times, and then I won't change it after that. As so you're just going up with the greatest hits. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Pretty much. I'm gonna grab me a little more water. Okay, cool, man. Stay high to the camera, people. Hey, what's up, uh, people on Twitch? Fucking. Uh, what, what you got the the podcast app? Can you get there too? Yeah, yeah. Okay, people on the podcast app, dude. What's up, man? Uh, I've got a show on the eighth at Central Arts in Bedford. I'm booking my first show there. Some funny people on that, and Rudy's back, dude. I killed the time. That's what's up. Yeah, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh no, you're good, man. Oh, I stay hydrated. Man. Yeah, because uh, you know. I don't know, but like when you're tripping balls and then you're drinking alcohol, of course you're not going to feel the alcohol because you're on too much of a, a different drug that oversees the alcohol, like being drunk. Yeah. So what's but that I, like? Because I've never, I feel like it might loosen you up a little bit, you know? It, it might have. I, <laughs> I hopped on Omega last night. Omega? Oh, <laughs> yeah, when I was tripping. You gotta just get a lot of dicks or is it still as a No, changed? no, no. Um... <laughs> There's not there's not any dicks because um, people get banned. Oh, they're banning all the dicks. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Every once in a while, one will slip by. But <laughs> like, <laughs> and but like I was and, and but I just start rambling. I just start talking, and then people will stop and just listen to me ramble about what I'm talking about, and because I'm just sitting there tripping. I'm not even really paying attention. But they'll be like, "Hey, you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just kind of tripping a little bit." <laughs> And then I, I, and I, um, I just, I don't, I don't even, it's kind of like a podcast by myself. But you just reach him one but, at a time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I just rambled on, but like, uh, that was fun because I, uh, you know, my girlfriend, she had a couple of drinks, she was ready to go to sleep. So I, I was sitting there by myself and I'm like, well, I mean, this is weird. And I like, I didn't want to watch TV. I used to hear background noise, but. I was alone, but technically not alone because I had somebody to talk to. Um, and there's like guys who were like hitting dabs and whatnot. And I was just like, <sighs> like this guy showed me how he did it. I didn't know how you do dabs before. Oh, yeah. And he was just burning the wax on the hot glass. And I was just like, oh. I was like, don't you feel like you're just like one step away from just saying, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm just, just do meth. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, if, you're, if you need a torch, just fucking do heroin, dude. <laughs> like, uh, I've done dabs before, and it was a terrible experience. Like, I got way too high, way too quick. Mm -hmm. I was a uh, pizza driver. And I was at work too. I'm. Gonna, I was at a, uh, at, on my shift, and I went into these like apartments. How are you? Anyway, you're talking about okay, so I was a pizza delivery driver, uh -huh. and I was delivering a pizza to some some fucking rowdy teens, you know, mm -hmm. and they're they're all just sitting in their little apartment living room, and they're like, dude, see if the pizza guy wants a dab, and I have something in me that has to be like, dude, well, I have to be the coolest pizza guy these kids have ever mm -hmm. seen. I can't say no because I look like a bitch in front of these fucking kids. <clears throat> so I'm like, dude, yeah, I'll do it. I do the dab, don't cough, so everyone's like, yeah, woo. Then the door shuts, and I'm like, Bleh! and I'm just fucking dying, dude. I get so high, and my eyes are just so red and low that, like, I go back into the store, and I have to kind of, like, strategically hide my face behind pizza bags and shit so no one knows I'm high. Terrible experience. 
<laughs> oh my god! What you, so? What were these people think? Your coworker thinking because you're over here just like oh, Dude, walking around like why is he walking around with a pizza in front of it the whole time? They probably thought I was a fucking weirdo anyway because I was like I don't know I didn't work there long mm-hmm. I I started working there right as I started to get into stand-up. Yeah. So I was like, I was the dude that was always like, hey, can I leave early to go, like, do this mic? Like, so that was, I kind of was on some no-nonsense at work shit, so. But yeah, I came in there like the fucking Grinch when he's trying to hide his face. Mm -hmm. And he was like, (laughs) like, I was like that. (laughs) But yeah, Um, dabs are crazy. If you you gotta do dabs, just do heroin. That's... I don't don't want to do dabs. That's just not my interest. Um, Yeah. I mean, I barely smoke weed. I probably smoke maybe twice a week, if that. Yeah, I slowed down a lot on weed, man. And yeah. it just a little goes a long way. Like, you just take a little hit, and you can you can chill for a while. Yeah, because I, I, I tried doing open mics with it, and it was fun for me, but it wasn't fun for everybody else, because I would forget, and I'd just be up there like, uh, what was I going to say? And I'd just take forever. And I was like, you know what? Don't do don't smoke before you go up on stage. It's like it's better if I yeah. just go up there with a clear head and talk about something and be goofy a different way. Um, because when I'm if I go up there and I'm, after smoking, I, I forget what I want to say. Even with my notes, I forget to even look at them. Right? Yeah, you just kind of spiral. You're just like, mm-hmm. I'll, if I go up high, I'll just abandon what I was gonna do and just fucking talk. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. I smoking at open mics makes waiting to go up way more fun. And it makes like the experience a little better, but the sets are terrible. Like yeah. I, I don't get, I don't get how people can go up there like really high. Yeah. Um, it only really works for those people who do everything high. That's true. Yeah. Like the people who get up, smoke, and then spend their day, and then they'll, you know, go to work and then come back home, smoke, and then smoke. But that's that. It, that's because they're so used to being high, they don't know how to be sober. Exactly. When you're that high all the time, being sober feels like being high. Mm-hmm. You're just like, man, what did I have all this energy to do? And then I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. But, like, that that's the only way certain comics can do. Like, like uh, Benson, what's his name? Is it Greg Benson, the comic? Oh, the Doug, Benson, Doug Benson. The, Benson, yeah. yeah. The like guy with the movie, is, the yeah, super high meme movie. Like he is constantly high, so I don't think he's been sober. You know, I don't know when he's sober. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those dudes that when he's high, he looks high as shit. Like, mm-hmm. he's really, dude, yeah, that that movie, uh, that what that super high me movie, mm-hmm. was like wasn't probably that hard to do. Like he, the McDonald's shit. That's that's the real shit because you have to eat McDonald's for every meal. Like, for a week, for a month straight, dude, and live, like, where, can we talk about weed? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so, like, if you're just smoking weed every day for 30 days, that's not that hard. Most people just do that voluntarily. I guess he had to quit for 30 days, too. So, So what what was, what was the premise of that movie? I heard about it, but I never got a chance to watch it. Uh, the premise is... He smokes weed hard for 30 days, and he doesn't smoke weed for 30 days, and kind of gets checked up. And basically, they tell you what everybody already knows. It's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kind of just a... So he had to be sober for 30 days. He had to be sober for 30 days. I don't, he probably, like, could drink and shit. But. How was he for that? Like, did he, did they they put that part on camera, too? Yeah, yeah, they filmed all that was stuff, Was he, like, too. cranky? I'm sure he was a little bit cranky. I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was... 
think he was on tour for a while because it showed him doing like jokes and like updates oh, okay. on it. So I'm sure he was fine. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, do you smoke cigarettes or jewel or anything? Um, I did jewel for a little while, and then they got rid of the flavors, which I thought was stupid because. They're like, oh, the flavors are attracting kids to smoke. And I'm like, well, for one, the kids aren't supposed to smoke it to begin with. So yeah. whoever's selling it to them, it should be their fault. You know, they're the ones that should be held accountable, not the kids wanting to smoke. Because kids are going to smoke if they want to or not. Totally, yeah. It's not like anyone's like, man, I really want to try something blueberry. Like, if they yeah. just wanted a flavor, they'd go eat a fucking sucker, you know? Like, if, if they're going to smoke, they're going to smoke anything. You know? I think that's kind of a bullshit argument, too. Yeah, because, like, when, when I was young, kids were smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And it wasn't propaganda that wanted them to smoke cigarettes. It, it was um, the college kids or, yeah, the college kids that were smoking cigarettes. So, I mean, what, were they going to, like, if, that was, if you use the same... Um, viewpoint on that then it's like okay well the college kids are making kids want to smoke cigarettes I don't know we'll just get rid of the college kids right, yeah, <laughs> right. like that gets rid of the step one <laughs> so so we would smoke or I really didn't smoke until like I got into ecstasy ecstasy yeah oh, so funny. I started doing ecstasy like around 2021 20, 22 maybe mm-hmm and because menthol cigarettes taste really good on X. <laughs> menthol cigarettes are pretty <laughs> and dope then I, anyway. And then I did X for like, like two years, almost every weekend. Were you just depressed all the time? I hear that's the downside. You get you get sad the next couple days. Well, I wasn't depressed, but I just like I was just like not enthusiastic about anything. Oh, okay. But I was okay. But after that, I was fine. So you got uh, that functional depression, you know? You can I think still so, go yeah. Do some shit. Yeah. And then... Um, so that got me to start smoking cigarettes, and then I stopped doing that, and I quit smoking, and then I kind of gradually started smoking again, and then right now I'm at a point where like I smoke like a cigarette a day at work, uh, and then, um, well, no, I say about three cigarettes a day. Yeah, you just so you can get that break in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, and I try to quit. I try to quit by using the CBD cigarettes. Oh, I've tried and then those my too. job said not to because my supervisor was like, "It smells too much like weed. You're gonna get drug tested." And I was like, "It's, it's CBD cigarettes." He's like, "I don't care." He's like, "If some other supervisor smells it, we're gonna drug test you." And then you failed the <laughs> other drug test for yeah, for different reasons. For different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, "Fine, I stopped that." And then I tried the jewel. Um. But I got tired. I started using it too much. Dude, it was just too dude. easy to use whenever I wanted. It's like having a lit cigarette in your hand all the time. Yeah. It's fucked. <laughs> I, was, I would do it at work. I'd be driving down the, the aisles and I'm like, I'm a forklift driver and I'd be driving down the aisles and like... Oh yeah, right? And I was going through those little cartridges like one every two days. And, uh, and I was just like, okay, I need to stop that. It's too easy to use. And I did try the vape, um, you know, the vapors. Oh, uh, like those but fucking like, like yeah. mods and shit. Uh-huh. Blow the clouds. Yeah, well, I had the it was like this long silver robotic one, or electric one, and those I was I always had like a nasty cough off of it though. Like I take a hit, maybe if I smoked it like two times, uh-huh. I just have like this nasty cough where I felt like something was stuck in my throat. Yeah, that's one thing I will say good about the jewel. 
Like, I've tried other shit, like, the, the ones that are, like, the little triangles. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had a fucking, I had something just sitting on my chest, you know? I felt this, like, weird pressure, you know? And then I quit that and started jeweling again, and I was fine. But, like, yeah, I got, I used to smoke cigarettes so casually to the point where, like, I'd smoke one, wait three months, smoke another one. But when I started jeweling, dude, it was game over. Like, I was hitting that thing all day. So mm-hmm. I finally got rid of it, like, two days ago. And uh, my girlfriend had been wanting me to, like, quit. So I, I sent her a video <laughs> of me throwing it out the window. I was like, goodbye, old friend. <laughs> Toss that bitch. <laughs> and I, I was like, dude, she's going to be so proud of me, dude. Your jewel's dear. Yeah, my jewel's gone. And her only response, thing. did yeah. you just litter? I was like, can't catch a fucking <laughs> break, dude. <laughs> I always, uh, I like to joke around with my girlfriend, too. Like, you, like, I mess around with her saying, yeah, she always notices when I'm having fun. Oh, and she yeah. does. She, she knows how to completely stop it. <laughs> like, and she's like, Rudy's out there having a good time, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not on my watch. Yeah, not today, Rudy. Uh, she knows when I'm, like, when sometimes I take a little personal break at work and I'll sit there and watch YouTube videos and she'll call me right when I'm watching the YouTube videos. And I'm just like, God damn it. I'm like, hey there. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm in the break room. I was trying to watch YouTube videos, but I guess I'll get back to work now. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, are you, I thought you were at work. Because <laughs> uh, um, I can do my job while I'm on the phone with her. So I was like, why not just I'll just do my job? But I like to sit down. I can't I can't watch YouTube and be on my forklift because I have to. You know, I can't see what's going on. But. Um, but if she calls me, I was like, I'll just get back to work because I can be on the phone and, and do my work with her, even though I'm not supposed to. <laughs> Where do you work, man? You drive forklifts and shit? Yeah, I uh, I work in the shipping department at this warehouse. Oh, cool, man. That's mm-hmm. cool. I'm an Uber driver, or I guess I shouldn't say Uber. I'm a uh, non. I'm just a, You're just a, a ride chair driver. I'm a Lyft driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have jokes where I've like talked about like drinking. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not an Uber driver. <laughs> so you're an Uber Uber driver, okay? Yeah. Um, or Lifter driver. <laughs> yeah. I'm a rideshare driver. I'm a nondescript rideshare driver. What uh? What is that like? Cause I know you have random people in your car. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, that's cool, man. Like, it basically takes like the part I liked about pizza delivery, which was being kind of free and in my own car mm-hmm. and it's just all of that except you have people in the back mm-hmm. but after a while you kind of learn to tune them out like you kind of it's just kind of like you're driving around sometimes you get cool people and you'll talk to them but uh most of the time they just kind of do their thing in the back you do your thing in the front like i always choose the music i'm all, i listen to mm-hmm. so it's it's very cool i've uh i've had some weirdos though and i've uh this one time i had to take these two women to prison. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess they were turning themselves in for some fucking crime they were doing. So, two women get in the car with their blind mother and their other son, who didn't say shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I take one and drop her off at the first like, jail or whatever. And they're like, they're all hugging her and shit, like saying their goodbyes. And then I figure I'm taking the rest of them home. Mm-hmm. And then I take the other woman to a completely separate jail. And she turns herself in for, I guess, a different crime. So then the trip's over, and the dude, who hasn't said shit the whole time, 
asked me if I could take him across the street, like, for free. It's like, fuck it, dude. I'm, I'm just ready for this to be over. And then he, like, starts to talk and just act like I didn't just take two of his family members to jail. Like, uh-huh. he's just not redressing it. And then he's like, man, so, uh, you gay or, like, bi or anything, man? What? Yeah, right? <laughs> he says it like that, like, completely country as shit. I'm like, nah, man, I, I got a girlfriend, you know? He's like, man, I keep hitting on all these straight dudes. I thought you were cute. I'm like, sorry, dude, that'll happen in Cleveland, Texas, I guess. But, <laughs> so, yeah. Dude, you're in the wrong fucking dude, neighborhood. Yeah. You need to go to Dallas. That's why I told him, like, dude, yeah, you need to, you need to move. <laughs> Have some better luck there. But, yeah, you get some crazies every now and then. But usually people just don't say shit. Uh-huh. Not only that, I mean... If he wants better chances of finding a gay person, don't hit on the better-looking people. I, that's what I was I saying. Like... I'm like, dude, you, you're reading fucking Harry Potter in an Uber with some shorts on in the cold. If I was gay, I'm out of your league, dude. Yeah. I was offended as shit, dude. To find some dick on your level, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at least like a seven in the gay community, I'd imagine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I have a joke premise where I kind of feel like there's no I say there's like there's no real lesbians there's just women who just had no other option. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. I feel like there are some real lesbians like you. Uh, you see that fucking. The butch ones. Well, see, those are the ones that. Those are the ones that don't have the option. They're like, yeah. might as well steer into <laughs> those it. Those are the ones that jump around. They're all like, yeah, like it's either it's like it's it's just that like they just gave up on trying to get guys. But it's just it's just a joke, and I don't know how people would take it in the audience. I'm sure fine, dude. Like that's I was worried like when I got in, like people are so sensitive, like you can't joke about stuff anymore. But realistically, if you make something funny, you can say anything. You know, like. You hear some crazy shit at open mics. Like, you can still pretty much say whatever you want. I'd imagine. Yeah. For the most part, I have some. I have heard. Like, do you know who Butch is? Butch, Butch Lord. Butch yeah. Yeah, yeah. He dropped the N bomb one time. The N bomb. Uh, yeah, Twilight. Yeah. He's told me he's done it. I haven't seen it live. At but... Twilight, and and he got. It's but it's part of the joke. I mean, he kind of has to do it. It's part of the joke. <sighs> And he's not doing it in like a, a really derogative way, but like, have you ever seen a Louis C.K.'s bit about uh, um, the coffee? The thing? coffee one, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I never made the shit out of my coffee. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> that was like back in fucking the early two thousands, where it was a no man's land. Yeah, I, I would. Butch has got some balls on him for trying that at an open mic today. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I feel like you can't. You can't uh, probably get away with. Uh, I, I mean, I if it's if you can make it funny, I guess try your best. But yeah, I feel like some comedians definitely like what that's like their goal going in. They're like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm saying the N word. How am I gonna do it? <laughs> you know. But, uh, I like Matt McLehone's uh, joke. That's funny as shit. Yeah, because he gets everybody. You can like hear all the white assholes pucker, and yeah. you start looking around at the black people. And then he doesn't say the N-word, and everyone's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, that one's funny as shit. Shout out um, to Matt. Cool yeah, dude. Ferris has a good one, too. Uh, the no. Like, she kept telling me like, something about the N-word, and then 
And he's like, oh, man, she and she probably told me no. Like, I think I totally murdered that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it has something to do with, like, sex. And it's kind of pretty much he's innuendoing that he had, that he, that he, that he has to force himself on her. <laughs> so you think you're going to get the inward joke. Yeah. Then you get the rape joke. Yeah. He takes a hard joke. turn, you know. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Ferris is hilarious. You know Ferris? Ferris to me? God, yeah, I do. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I didn't know his last name was to me. He's a. Uh, he is. He's something. He's something. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what told, but he's not. He's not Caucasian. He um, at Phil's garage show. He went as like a Middle Eastern dude. He might actually be Middle Eastern, but he... Yeah, uh, yeah, he's some kind of Middle Eastern. I forget what he was. Yeah, he had, like, a whole fucking thing. He played a character. No was, shit? Yeah, it was funny. That was a cool show. Everyone dressed up as, Which like, one was that one? That was the Halloween one. The Halloween one? Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't get to go to that one, because I went to... I had promised my girlfriend that I was going to take her to the block party that they have in Dallas. Oh, he might have uh, been telling me. Was that the, the gay one? That, that's funny. He, yeah, yeah, he said he got hit on by a dude. She, uh, <laughs> that's her like favorite thing to to do. She loves Halloween. It's her favorite holiday. Okay. And the only thing she asks of me is to take her to the block party every year uh, for Halloween because she likes to get dressed up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that. And I, I was like, God damn, it's the same night as Phil's garage thing and I was supposed to go perform on it. But I didn't, I was, I didn't have a costume so I kind of was glad I, I didn't show up. Because I would have been like the only comic not dressed up and going up on stage. Oh, yeah. And I would be like, oh, I'm the, I'm the loser. Yeah. I'm the guy who didn't fucking play. I'm the guy who doesn't play along, yeah. You, so you, what you guy. did go as, as the good boyfriend, because I definitely dragged my girlfriend there on Halloween. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be a priest. You, you got to dress as a nun or it won't make fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we did. She, she should have dressed up as a little boy. Dude, that's why, <laughs> right? Yeah, she should <laughs> have a fucking uh, spinning hat and shit mm-hmm. with a lollipop. You know what yeah. I always thought? I always thought it'd be hilarious if somebody went as Macaulay Culkin with the with the lights, the candles behind his ears. Oh, I think that would have been hilarious if somebody <laughs> went to Halloween as that. And then the other guy goes as Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Which he says wasn't awkward, but he took way too long to answer that question. The Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. When yeah, he was, he was like, oh, he never did anything to me. You know? Yeah, he was on Roman Podcast. Like, it took him a little bit to think about that. Like, yeah, no, was like, What fine. did Michael's lawyer say to say? No, he was great. He was a great guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you watch uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Fuck yeah. Love it. Have you seen the meme where like they, they put Macaulay Culkin's face next to Rickety Cricket? The Cricket? And they have like a transformation of, of when oh. Cricket goes from how he used to be to now. Yes, and they do it with Macaulay Culkin. Though. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious because Macaulay Culkin aged like shit, and Rickety Cricket they fucked him over over oh, yeah. the seasons. Man, he was started out as a priest, and mm-hmm. now he's got fucking one eye. Like he's one eye, barely any more teeth left. Oh yeah, he was addicted to crack for the longest. Yeah, dude, the episode where he. The Life of Cricket episode mm-hmm. where he makes out with the dog. That's some funny shit. Have you seen that one? No. I, well, I think I have, but I, I think I just like. I had it in the background noise and I wasn't paying attention all the way. But what was going on? In so he one? does PCP in the bathroom uh-huh. and like lives this whole life where he quits PCP. But that's really just his PCP trip. So in the life, he thinks that he's not doing PCP. Mm-hmm. He meets this girl 
and they fucking start dating, and he like gets a job at his dad's like warehouse. But oh, in reality, yeah, I do remember that one. It's a dog. <laughs> so he's just kissing a dog in the bathroom. Yeah, isn't he like, like he gets a job with the dad? Like, what what kind of job was it? I think like it was like a, a warehouse job, probably where you work. You know? Yeah, like driving forklifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he realizes that it was never really a girl, right? Yeah, it was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Which, God damn, those guys have, has happened to all of us. Man. Those guys are geniuses with that show. Oh, for sure, man. That, yeah. Who was I talking to about that show? Where, like, we were saying that's one of the shows that hasn't, like, really been hit by the PC at all. Yeah. Well, they, they started hard from day one. They, yeah, they, they don't did care. the N-word episodes. And, and uh, I, li- I love the fact how they, like, uh, they portray um, the sister, uh, D. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she's a fucking cunt. But she's like, but they always shit on her so much. It's like the only show where I've seen a woman take so much shit from a guy and just be like, well, fuck you too. Like, yeah, right. She she definitely takes it on the chin. Uh-huh. And it's hilarious because she's married to Mac in real life. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's funny as shit. Yeah, I like the episode where she tries comedy and they trick her into thinking she's like... Hilarious? Yeah, and they're like she's going to be on a talk show and they like fucking fly her around, but they fly in circles and they're like... You actually suck. You're not good at comedy. I don't remember <laughs> that episode. Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. She goes through like a depression, and they, uh, yeah. they. She tries stand up comedy, and yeah, I thought they steal her car. Yeah, <laughs> they steal car and then they fucking oh, light it on fire. It. Yeah, <laughs> is that the one where they killed? They fake killed themselves. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> he keeps doing the poppers as he's like shooting the gas tank. <laughs> fucking hilarious that show is fucking crazy um, oh, yeah. I was watching earlier today before I you know the like 20 minutes I was awake yeah, <laughs> cause right. I didn't do anything today but I woke up uh, I woke up at like 1 and then we were like uh, we went to Burger King and then I got myself I've been watching what I eat so I got myself a salad uh, the club huh? salad. You have a salad at Burger King? Yeah, they actually I have a, fucking had salad. They have, they have a, uh, a chicken club salad, which is... Uh, my computer did something. Which is pretty good, but... Um, uh, like, I w- we ate, and then I went back to bed. Oh, and then I was, she was like, what time are you going to wake me up? I was like, 5 o'clock. She's like, okay. And she forgot to put her alarm on. And she's like, hey, it's, uh, it's 5.46. I was like... Fuck! I have a podcast to do in a little bit. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> so I, you know, when you when you called me, I was barely getting up to go take a shower. Oh fuck, <laughs> dude! Yeah, I was like, oh man, he bailed. We we went into the mall to kill a little mm-hmm. time, and the mall closed one minute after we went in there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a mall close, dude? Yeah, it's you weird. you've been in there. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking like the end of the world, dude. They play like a fucking siren, and they're like. Mall is closing. (laughs) Dude, it's like, dude, it's scary as shit, dude. Don't go to the mall at 7 on a Sunday. Yeah, because I used to work at the mall. I probably worked at the mall for like a total of three years. No shit. Yeah, I worked at American Eagle when I was um, 17, 18. And then I worked at Air Apostle. Um, I was like 22, 23, 24. That used to be the shit in middle school, dude. What? Yeah, the Aeropostale, Abercrombie, and all that mm-hmm. shit, dude. I I never really... Okay, I was letting notify me. I, I was downloading something else. Turn it into audio. Uh, um, 
It's not going to be on a podcast. Anymore. <laughs> well, the sound will, but like that little part is not going to be on the YouTube screen. That'd be tight. But like, um, yeah, I, I don't even think I started wearing that clothes because I had to when I worked there. Uh, okay. And it was weird in high school. It was weird because people were like, you, like, they knew I was a pothead. Mm-hmm. They knew I, you know, I was the only Mexican in the school, like, of a thousand people. Uh, they knew I was poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, when they, when, like, the preppier kids or the up, up more uppity kids were like, find out I worked at American Eagle, they're like, how the hell did you land that job? I was like, I don't know, man. I just applied. I know somebody that was a manager here. And I wore their clothes, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, you're a cool guy. And I'm like, I'm really not. Yeah, you want to come sit <laughs> like, with us, dude? I'm, like, drunk half the time I was in school. I you were drunk? I was <laughs> drunk so much in school. That's badass. So much in school. And my teachers, they, they, uh, <clears throat> they knew I was fucked up. But they were just happy that I wasn't disrupting the class. Right, you were just kind of sitting there drinking your drink. You were fucking vodka and a water bottle, Rudy, over there doing your thing. Yeah, that's what, that's actually, that's what one way we, me and my friend got drunk. We shared a, a Sprite bottle full of vodka. And, like, we, we both drank. And uh, on that one, he, he, he was also my roommate because I lived with him. Mm-hmm. He actually got too drunk. Ended up going to the principal's office. Oh, And no. he threw up in the principal's trash can. God! Yeah. Getting old as shit? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then they just waited for... Um, they waited for me to get off um, off school, because I think I was only doing a half day. Yeah. And then I went and escorted him, and I, we walked, I walked him home. Because at that time, you're not allowed to go home unless somebody goes home with you and I was just like well I'm his roommate is it okay if I take him home they're like yeah it's okay but then again he had to do the same thing for me cause I I took um there was this medication called uh cough and cold Corsetin cough oh, and yeah. cold and we had heard that if you take the whole pack you get really fucked up start robo trip so I was just like okay I'll try it so I tr- I tried the I ate the whole pack and then they're like um, they're telling me like I forgot this girl you're not supposed to eat afterwards and I had breakfast I had the full on I had a sausage biscuit chocolate milk and I was sitting in gym class because gym class was my first period and I, I threw up on the floor oh in gym yeah just like, like right as you got in there, did you run a couple no, of laps, sat, stir that shit uh, up? No, no, I, we, it, the class was barely starting. I, I sat down, and they're going on like a field trip or something. They're doing some kind of trip, and I didn't even know it was that day. And I was sitting on the bench next to a friend of mine, and I threw up on the floor, and he was like, oh, gross. And he got up and walked away. And I was like, I need to go sit down somewhere. So I started, like, and the locker room was like down steps. Mm-hmm. I got to the top of the steps and I just went oh, all this pink stuff came out on the out. bleachers no on the steps going down oh I see I see and there, there was a kid there was a freshman at the very bottom of the stairs and he was like he was about to come up when he saw all of my vomit just go all over the stairs he was just like oh man that's gross and I was just like I started walking down the steps and I was like I, and by that time everything was fuzzy I couldn't 
my yeah. equilibrium was totally out of whack. Oh, yeah. I could not walk straight at all. And I just, I found one of the benches and I just laid down on it. And then my oh. gym teacher came and got me and he was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And he was like, no, no, we're going to take you to the nurse. He starts escorting me to the nurse and I'm like totally fucked up. <laughs> and the hallways look like tunnels. Like I felt like I was in a cave. Oh. And he's walking me. He's holding my hand. He's talking about like, he starts going off about how parents never believe their kids anymore when they're sick and they still send them to this. And he starts talking about his son having diarrhea. <laughs> and I was just like, I was, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, it's, I was like, is this real? <laughs> yeah, right. He thinks you're just got the fucking stomach bug or yeah, something. Meanwhile, you popping robo <laughs> <laughs> And then like the the nurse, he took me to the nurse, and the nurse was like, okay, well you're gonna have to stay here for a little while. You can't go home until, you know, we need somebody to escort you. And I was like, well, and I was like, my friend gets off at two. He's like, can he's my roommate? Can he escort me? And she was like, yeah, he can do that. But I had to sit in the nurse's office, tripping balls, until 2 o'clock. And it was like 8.39. So I just laid there, and I just stared at the ceiling. And, and they had, um, you know, those block ceiling tiles in school? Yeah. Well, it had a bunch of little cut carving grooves in it. And, and I started tripping out because they looked like maggots. Oh, no. And I was just <laughs> staring at the ceiling, and they were just, like, crawling around. And I was just smiling and having a good time because I knew it wasn't real, but it was still funny to me. Yeah. And every once in a while, I'd get up and look at the nurse, and she'd stare at me, and she'd be smiling, because she knew I was fucked up. She knew I was sick. <laughs> yeah. She was like, you're fucked up. I don't know what you're on, but you're years. fucked up. Yeah. She's just smiling, and I was just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and then, until he finally got off, and he walked me home, and he was like, hey, man, what happened? He's like, dude, I fucking threw up everywhere. He's like, yeah, man, everybody's me talking too. about it. <laughs> Damn, y'all had your own little field trip that day, dude. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I, I did not get a lot done in, in high school my senior year. Man, I wasn't so fortunate because my mom worked at the school I went to. Uh -huh. So I, I kind of had to be, like, on my best behavior. All the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, I never really, I mean, I was, like, I wasn't, like, a good student or anything. But I didn't, like, I didn't find drugs and alcohol until later into my senior year. And then I got really into weed and just, like, drinking fucking Bud Ice 40s and shit. But, uh, yeah. Bud Ice 40. Dude, yeah, when I was coming up, I was like, well, if I'm going to drink and smoke, I'm going to have to just go all in, you know? Mm -hmm. So me and my, my friend moved I, I out. I that mindset, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm like, going to do it, I'm going to do it dude, as much as I can. Listen, man, Cameron Furtick doesn't half-ass anything. <laughs> nah, man, but, uh, so I moved out after my senior year. And I moved into this apartment with my friend. And we lived, like, right across the street from the dude we bought weed from. So we, we were, like, 18. And uh, this this dude kind of took us under his, his stoner wing. You know, he's like, I'm going to teach these guys how to drink and smoke the way you should drink and smoke. So we would go over there, and we wouldn't leave until we had finished a Bud Ice 40 and faced a blunt to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, like, we would act fine when we were over there. And then we'd walk back to our apartment and just, like, go our separate ways and take a nap in our room. Because, like, way too fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and a 40 at that time is quite a bit of alcohol. Oh, for sure, dude. I I mean, I got my tolerance to it eventually, but, like, a 40? Dude, my, like, I had a fucking beer gut three months into that. Mm -hmm. Like, 
The forties are crazy. Like I couldn't drink a Bud Ice now. Like that, that would probably taste like shit. Like that's the worst type of beer you can. Yeah, there's a time period where like <clears throat> me, my brother, my cousins, one of them that lives here, my other cousin, my other brother, my other three cousins. Anytime one of us got an apartment, like close to where my mom used to live by the she used to live down there where the stadium's at but it was before the stadium was built and we would always get these little apartments around the area because we could be close to her uh if we need to go over there and then also there are cheap apartments already anyway <clears throat> but anytime one of us would get an apartment everybody would somehow just slowly move in and never go home <laughs> that'll happen yeah, and then we would couch guy yeah we would always <laughs> we <laughs> Where he would sleep on the couch, and that would be his couch because he was stinking up. <laughs> <laughs> He'd make it the couch smell like him, and like ah, nobody wants to sit on there. Yeah, that's old Stinky Rogers couch, dude. <laughs> nobody else sit there. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have any. You don't know how many couches we had to throw away because of that. Oh, because <laughs> that same dude. Yeah, he's gonna one, use the couch. Let him use the one, shower. He was, a, you know? he was a big guy, so he would like. Yeah, he would eventually break the couch down. Oh, so yeah. like let's just say it had like these pillars on the middle to make it sure nice and sturdy and sit down. Yeah. They'd all be broken in. You sit down and sink bent. in. <laughs> like just yeah, it's just his couch. That's where he sleeps. Yeah. But there was a time period where like we were drinking nothing but like uh, Bud Ice, uh Mickey's, uh Cobra. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. And then either. Steel Reserve, if we were oh, really desperate. Yeah, Steelies are bad. If we were no. really desperate, we'd drink Steel Reserves. And that one of those would fuck us up. You ever had a Mad Dog? Yeah, yeah. Dude, <clears throat> fucking hell. I've yeah, grown dog. up are a you plenty talking about the Mad Dog. Yeah, those glass fucking bottles <laughs> yeah. you get at the gas station. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody about that. But they're, they're called MD2020. Uh-huh. But nowhere on the actual label does it say Mad Dog. Right? Is that just a street name, or it's is just, it? It's just a name people came up with. Dude. And I was like, "Where did the Mad Dog come from?" It just says MD twenty twenty. Because you drink a full one, you're barking like a dog, bro. Dude, no. pe- <laughs> the, people would drink those. Okay, girls would drink those, and they drink the bubblegum flavored. Ugh. Yeah, and, it was, and they and they'd always end up throwing that up. Oh yeah, yeah. Always MD twenty twenty. You always threw up after drinking one of those. I for sure thrown up a uh, blue MD twenty twenty on a pair of all white shoes I had at a party. <laughs> I, I went just kind of like <coughs> behind the dumpster, and I returned shortly after with some mm-hmm. some blue shoes. It was pretty bad. Yeah, those are <coughs> terrible. I don't know what they put in those, but they have never stayed in a stomach. They no, not if you drink one. Maybe maybe half of one, but like the orange one and the red one were the ones that I like to drink. The orange I've heard is actually pretty <coughs> good. Like the orange one's probably okay. Yeah, but uh, I would I would do the blue. The blue one would. You don't want the blue one. No, no. It's like, what? what is that? Like the uh, blue raspberry? Yeah, it's that? blue raspberry. It's like a melted uh, blue Slurpee like you'd get at the movie, mm-hmm. but it tastes like wine. It's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. We all had to go through that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think yeah, every yeah. kid should have to go through that life stage of where you drink MD2020s and, and, and have a horrible, horrible day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's, that's part of like earning your rites of passage when you start drinking. Like, you gotta throw up every time you drink, and then you're like, maybe I'll just have a couple beers and shit, you know? <laughs> so, you're, are you, have you been in the Texas native your whole life? Yeah. Really? You never moved out anywhere? Uh, no, nah, I've lived in, like, the Fort Worth area and Denton, and that's pretty much it. What about you, man? Have you lived? 
No, up. no, I, I, um, I lived in Texas till I was six, and then I moved to Iowa. Oh shit! So I actually grew up in Iowa. Oh really? And I moved back when I was nineteen. Man, what's Iowa like? <clears throat> not much going on. No, <clears throat> no, and it's funny because I'm still friends with my Facebook friends from Iowa, and I'll see them post, they'll post shootings like oh it's shooting at you know, <clears throat> let's just say like uh, West Fourteenth Street. Uh, and Lancaster, like, shooting there. And I'm just like, I, was, I told my friends, like, you guys post your shootings? They're like, yeah. <clears throat> like, you all try people to be careful. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I would never be off Facebook if I had to do that here. Yeah, I'm like, like y'all don't post y'all shootings? <clears throat> like, there's, there's shootings all the time. And uh, I had a friend of mine who was in the shootout a couple weekends ago in Fort Worth. Shootout? Oh, in Fort Worth? <clears throat> yeah, he was in Fort Worth. <clears throat> he lives over there. He was like, uh, at a certain gas station and he said these two guys just started shooting at each other and he was kind of like well they're not shooting at me so I'm gonna keep on driving yeah, it's <laughs> my fucking business <laughs> yeah and apparently nobody uh, they didn't hit each other uh, they were just bad shooters they didn't hit each other and then like he, but he was telling me like everybody was just kind of like just doing their own thing they are just like still walking around like nothing happened Cops never got called. No, cops didn't even show up. Nah. Dude, I, I'm from the burbs, so mm-hmm. I've, I've always assumed, like, one gunshot, and there's just a SWAT team, like, within 30 seconds. Like, you... I've, I didn't even see a gun until I was, like, fucking 18, 19. Yeah. Like, but, uh... I mean, I was in the country, so people had them, but they were just kind of like... I don't know. <laughs> that Like, that's one thing that's weird about the suburbs. Like, you hear a gunshot in the suburbs, there's fucking cops surrounding you but like in the country and shit you can hear gunshots and they're just like oh well somebody might have been shot but mm-hmm. probably not you know probably yeah, I had a friend who um, his uh, brother-in-law had a house in what's that town in Fort Worth it was kind of south way south Laredo or Alvarado oh Alvarado Alvarado yeah. <clears throat> he had a house over there and we used to go over there and party and he had guns, and we would sit in his backyard and shoot like his SK forty-seven <laughs> or a shotgun, just shooting into the uh, the dirt area back there. We were into your guns and shit. Yeah, just out there shooting at whatever, <clears throat> like nothing. Because he was like, "No, nah, I don't even have any neighbors. Like they're like ten miles down." <laughs> That's crazy. And I uh, yeah, I had friends like that too. Like, yeah, but like even here, I hear shootings. I've heard I heard a shooting a couple days ago. And you can tell a gunshot. Like, just, da, 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 da. And it's just like, oh, well, something happened. Who cares? Right. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like I wouldn't have even, like, known it's a gunshot. I'd just mm-hmm. be like, man, somebody just hit a pothole real hard or something, you know? Yeah, but it, it was a pretty small town. I mean, it was like a... a there was probably, like, maybe 300,000 people in that town. Uh, of Alvarado? No, no, of uh, where I grew up. Oh, I see. And we could get from, <clears throat> we had to do this a lot, actually. We can get from one part of the city, like the east side, uh, walk about 40 minutes. If we're sober, it'd take longer if we'd be drinking. <clears throat> walk about 40 minutes to the west side and get to our house, our neck of the neighborhood. <clears throat> oh, hell yeah. Um, I could, yeah, it, it was everything, like, if you're walking distance, we're about an hour away. Um. But like, cause we would go out and party, and then we know we wouldn't always have a way back. Oh yeah. So how, how, how 
how old were you at this point? Uh, between the ages of 15, 15 to 18. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I was, I started partying maybe like 18, but at 15, dude, I, I wasn't doing shit. I was like, I was still into sports and stuff at the time. Like, I took my first hit of weed when I was 14, oh, but it didn't do anything for me the first time. <clears throat> the second time, I had a buddy of mine who, like, he was like, hey, I got this, uh, <clears throat> he had a steamroller made out of a, sh- a tank shell. A tank shell. Yeah, like he had, he had the shell of a of a tank bullet. I guess you call it. <clears throat> it was like this long. Fuck. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it was like this long. Uh, you know, went one side was a little thicker than the other, and I was just like, "What?" And he put a, like a pipe a bowl on one hole on on it, and we're like, "Okay, well, let's." And I was like, "All right, I'll smoke it." And that one got me super stoned. Dude, I can imagine, dude. You're smoking that artillery, man. Mm-hmm. We went That's back. Crazy. Yeah, I went back to to school, and I, I was so high, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I was like, I want to do this more often. <laughs> right? Yeah. No one, no one experiences it their first time. Like uh, then that second time, you're like, fuck, I get it, I get it. I'm so high. Mm-hmm. Like um, I, I one time skipped a class and went with a couple friends I had, and uh, they were they were older. They were in like they were seniors, and I was like maybe a song. And we went to the top of this roof and smoked. It was like maybe my second or third time smoking ever. So I'd never really been high. And we get like so high on this roof. And I have to come back and go to Latin class. Mm -hmm. And I was just barely holding that shit together, dude. I was like, they, uh, I I had to take a test. I could barely fucking finish it. Like, we, I don't think I'll ever be that stoned from weed again. Yeah. And then, uh, the time I smoked after that, I went to my friend's apartment, and I got so high that they were using, like, this bong, and I put the, the bowl on top of the bong, and, it, like, like so, you know how the bowl goes at the bottom? Yeah. I, I fucking put it on the top, dude. It was the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. How, how were you planning on hitting it? Dude, I wasn't. Like, I had already hit it, and I was so high that I, like, put it at the top and passed it. Oh, you're just like I just need to put this down. I was somewhere. just like I'm putting this any connection, somewhere. any connection. Yeah, and you like you automatically thought hand, hand, dude, closer yeah, to hands just are like, the just get this out of my sight. <laughs> it was bad, dude. They took a picture of it. I was so yeah. I was definitely the uh, the fucking noob. I was <laughs> I was the dweeb of the session How old are you? for sure. I'm 23 now. 23. Yeah. So you you went to school during the era where like everybody still had cell phones, right? Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> like uh, I got my first cell phone at uh, like thirteen, mm-hmm. like seventh grade. And that was kind of when the first iPhone came out. So after that, it just like blew up. <laughs> Did so you, you, uh, were you before cell phones? Like before, like yeah, before like nobody had them in school. I had, I knew one kid who had a cell phone in school, and his name was John. Uh, I forget his last name, but he was a real cool friend of mine. <clears throat> he looked like he was thirteen to like. Well, too, I left high, uh, Iowa. <laughs> but he was, a, he was a, a sophomore. But he just looked like he was 13. He probably weighed like 80 pounds for like forever. <clears throat> but he had, he was one of the first kids to have his own car. And then um, he had this little, little black, it was kind of long, but black. It was the one where like you, it has like a piece of plastic over the numbers and you flip that down to talk. Oh, I see. <clears throat> and uh, he was like one of the only kids that had a cell phone. Damn. And 
Oh, they got so many hoes, you know? They're like, man, let me play on your phone. <laughs> now there was no games on yeah, it. Dude, let me play that Brick Breaker, bro. I don't think he had any kind of game on there. Uh, but for the most part, I had pagers. You had pagers? I had a pager. Were you the plug? I was. I used to sell acid. and You sold acid in high school? Yeah. Dude, you were so much cooler than me. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I got my first job, I started saving up money, and I like I bought a skateboard. Was the first thing I did, tight, uh, so that I could have so I, so I could skateboard to work instead of walking to work. It gave me like an extra twenty minutes of, of, of travel time, and I used my skateboard to get around everywhere. <clears throat> do you still skate? No, I need to. Get, I do want to buy one though. Um, so I want to buy one so I can just skate around just for exercising purposes. That's what I want to do. But like I had a. But, like, I started saving, and then I, I found a friend of mine who was like, I got all this acid. And I'm like, cool. So I started off with 10, then moved up to 20. And then, like, uh, the one time I sold this guy, like, I think, like, 80, 80 hits. Like, moving uh, yeah. Moving and, <clears throat> and, of course, I upcharged him because I was the middle guy, technically. And I made probably, like, $230 off of that. God <coughs> <clears throat> I'd never even seen two hundred thirty dollars at that point. <laughs> so like, yeah, cause he paid me like he paid me like six hundred something, and then for me, for my drug dealer, from for for him, it, I gave him like four hundred and fifty, I think. <clears throat> so I kept the difference. Um, I never really liked selling weed because it was um, a hassle. You know, I had to, especially if you don't have cell phones. Oh, it was yeah, hard. Like people paged. had to call you, yeah, to get paged, and then they tell you, and then you have to find a phone and call them, figure out how much they want. <clears throat> so my roommate used to sell weed, and I would sell acid. And I also got um, opium one time, and I sold opium for a little while. Dealing to fucking Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> I've never fucking <laughs> even seen opium. <laughs> yeah, we uh, got a hold of this. It was called Red Rock, and what you would do is like. Um, it was a little heavier than cocaine when you weighed it out for, uh-huh. for grams. But you would put it on top of your weed, and then you smoke it, and you get, like, a totally different high. <clears throat> Damn, that's so, crazy. So, uh, yeah. But, like, the acid I used to sell, it was easy. Acid was easy because, you know, you could get these uh, strip of uh, little gel tabs, and it was, like, 10. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you ever heard my bit about um, when I worked at a fast food restaurant. I, I did acid with a friend of mine. <clears throat> while we were working mm-hmm. and it was his first time so that's a bit I, I've been uh, I do every so often whenever I feel like talking about it <clears throat> but <clears throat> sorry oh no you didn't he uh it was a friend of mine he, his name was Corey and he wanted to try acid and I was like okay I'll sell you hits and I sold it to him and he did it at work and he did it right then and there crazy I didn't I, didn't, I was just like I, I, I was just like, holy shit, you just took that. He's like, yeah, what's he going to do to me? I was like, It's like wow. weed, right? It can't last a little 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, it is not like weed. Because he, he was a big smoker. <clears throat> yeah. And I was just like, fuck, man. And then I was like, you know what? I, I was like, I'm not going to let you ride this alone. So I took one with him. That's your good friend. Yeah, I, I was like, we're going to trip together. We may be at work, and it was like 8 o'clock. We still had two hours of our shift to go. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. yeah. So you weren't, it wasn't like at the beginning of the day. No, no. It was It was like, it was, yeah, it was 8 o'clock at night. We got off at 10. 
but that still means we have. Yeah, yeah, you were definitely like yeah. cutting it close. <laughs> yeah, we. we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we started tripping crazy balls like around nine ish. Yeah. Around nine, we started tripping, and his eyes got huge. It was funny because like Corey, I was like, "Hey man, how do you feel?" He's like, "I don't know," but he just had this smile on his face, a stupid fucking grinning smile, like not like the smile like when you're teething together. He's like his smile, he had like a little gap, and it seemed just like <laughs> yeah, that fucking and, Mike Tyson and, and, smile. And, and I was really. just like, oh, "Dude, your eyes are fucking huge," and he was just like, "Are they?" But you know everything he would say it, but then he'd have that stupid smile on his face. Like, dude, you're fucking tripping hard. <laughs> but one of the funniest things that he told me was like, he was uh, he was working drive through. I was working. I was the cook, and but but there was like this. Uh, it's like a window where you can see the front. <laughs> yeah. And he was on that side, and he told me he's like, hey man. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm hearing voices, and I was just like. Yeah, man. I was, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, you dumbass. You have the headset on. You're working the drive through. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> he was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. <clears throat> and that's my manager was all like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, why Why can't you take orders? Why, why can't you make sandwiches? Because uh, I was just like, I was tripping too hard. Because mm-hmm. I was just, I was just putting my hand on, on the panels and just staring at the food because I just couldn't do anything. It was, a, it was a total mess. It was a oh, total mess. I can imagine, dude. Holy <sighs> shit. The, the balls on that guy, dude. I took half a tab for my first time, mm-hmm. and I tried to go outside, and I saw these people walking towards me, and I immediately was like, nope, going back in the apartment. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm out, dude. Those people are going to talk to me, and it, I, don't want, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I ended up just kind of like not being able to sleep because we were at my friend's apartment, and I was I was tripping with my friend, uh-huh. and uh, him and his girlfriend, not the friend that was tripping, but the other dude, yeah. uh, my other friend and his girlfriend were asleep in the bed, and the way the apartment was set up was like one bedroom, one bathroom, and like a little living room space. So if we had to go to the bathroom or anything, we had to like tiptoe through them where they were sleeping. Mm-hmm. So we ended up just chilling outside, and then the sun's coming up, and we're both like, on half a tab, we are like stupid. So we're laying, uh, we're laying on the ground, on like on the uh, pavement, just kind of looking up at the trees. My friend's thinking he's got fucking tiger arms and shit. He keeps like, dude, my arms are like a tiger, bro. I swear I've got like stripes. I'm like, dude, you're you're going crazy, man. And then uh, a cop just basically walks out, and I guess he's going to work because at this point it's like seven in the morning. Yeah. And he just steps over us. And he's like, man, I'm not bringing work home with me today. Fuck it, like these. Let, I'll leave these guys alone. Mm-hmm. But he just steps over us and goes about his business. And we just look at each other and we're like, dude, that, was that a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that shit too, dude? <laughs> but he said that out loud. You heard the, him say that? Was that a cop? No, no, but I'm saying, did you hear him say he's not taking uh, home? Oh, no, no. But oh, okay, I thought you said that. Like, well, I, wish, I wish he fucking said it. He's like, ah, it's too early for that shit. I haven't had my coffee yet. I don't want an arrest already. Yeah. But yeah, man, we were just like kind of in the middle of like the entry to this apartment complex. (laughs) Like, dude, did you see that cop too? Yeah, dude, (laughs) that tripped me out. Um, When you see a cop coming out of an apartment and you didn't know, like, because that happened to me at these apartments I stayed at one time. 
I was, you know, we we were out drinking, and I was still drunk that morning, and I was outside smoking a cigarette, pretty pretty fucking wasted. <clears throat> and this chick comes out of the apartment across the hall from me, and in full-on uniform. And she comes out, she's all like, morning. And I was just like, hi. And then and she like gets to work. I was like, holy shit. My next door neighbor is a cop? And she's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, oh, oh uh, that totally ruins like my, my mentality of like future uh, drinking. Like now after that, I was like, okay. I just got home drunk. Just be quiet. Tell my girlfriend, be quiet. Be real cool. Like, don't make any noise. Don't let the neighbor know we came home drunk and we're walking up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Two in the morning. Fuck, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's crazy. The hot lady cop thing is is crazy. It's like that Lil Wayne song. But, uh, dude, yeah, I got got stopped by a a hot girl cop. I accidentally cut her off in traffic Uh once. And she, like, pulled me over... Just to kind of tell me I cut her off in traffic. It's weird when, like, you cut off a cop, because I guess they can do that. Like, you cut off a regular person, they'll flip you off, but that's pretty much it. She gave me a warning, though. I feel like girl cops are nicer than, than guy cops. What was the warning for? Well, apparently I didn't use my blinker long enough, but, yeah, I just kind of... Well, she was driving slow as shit, and I had to, like, turn into yeah. the lane that she was in. <coughs> so, what do you mean, blinker long enough? I don't know. I've never fucking heard that rule. Like, you have to have, like, a four-second rule before you merge? Or... Yeah, because I, for my car, I'll tap it, and it blinks three times, mm-hmm. and that knows, and that's it. And it's like, okay, ding, 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 and then I get over. <clears throat> like, I don't even get over when it's finishing, but I'll tap it. Yeah. It's like, well, uh, is that the perfect time, you know? Three right. blinks? Because <laughs> that's what my car does. Apparently, my car would know the rules better than me. So, that's interesting. So, your car like only does the three blinks and stops automatically um if i don't flip it all the way <clears throat> oh so if you can I, just kind of t- yeah i tap it tap. and it'll blink three times and, it, and then there's always the option to hold it you know for full turns uh, so I'll, I'll flick it all the way for a full turn like if i'm at a turning um if i'm in the turning lane yeah i'll leave it like that but like if i'm in driving yeah i just flick it and it just it blinks three times for me and then that lets people know i'm turning <clears throat> or getting over <clears throat> But, um, fucking, I've been watching a lot of cop videos where, like, you know, wrongfully, um, or, like, maybe taking it over the, <clears throat> over, over, like, oh, overstepping their boundaries of what they should be doing. I love those citizens. Videos. They're fucking the great, cop, you know? Yeah, I watch those at her house all the time, dude. I'm like, uh, it's always, like, a guy who is secretly a lawyer and they've uh-huh. been like a bunch of cops <laughs> come and they just have like a fucking argument. Mm-hmm. Those are the best videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love uh, Yeah, they're funny to me. Um, for the most part, it's because sometimes the cops being an asshole, but also sometimes I feel like the people um, are kind of being pricks too. Like they don't have yeah. to be uh, so aggressive when they're when they're saying, "Yo, it's my right to not do it." Like, okay, just, you know, just right. Take it, take it a step, little. Like you. You, you know, you an officer was in front of you. You didn't like what he said. You jumped to a ten, when you could have jumped to five first, and then gone to six, and then escalated slowly if you had to. But <clears throat> so, um, but that's just different point of views, and it's just weird. It's just a weird time right now. I think right now might be one of the hardest times for a police officer to be a cop. I definitely wouldn't be a cop. 
That, yeah. would, that sounds like a shitty job for sure. It's like, I don't know, man. Because uh, it's crazy because, like, not all cops are bad, but there are definitely bad cops. Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> you know, I wouldn't mind if there were more crooked cops out there who were just like, you <laughs> just know what? taking their fucking, I'll let you go if you bribe me type shit. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Fucking eh, pay them a little bit. What would you rather pay a $350, you know, speeding ticket? Would you rather pay a hundred dollars to a cop and get let go? Right. Yeah, I definitely but feel like either way, either way, you were speeding, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. Just say you were speeding, <clears throat> uh, or maybe just like uh, they're like, okay, I'm not gonna bust you for this crack, but I'm gonna take the crack, and then, and you're just like, all right, you can take the crack, yeah. and blah blah. And Consider like, well, that. Me, <laughs> they're like, next time you're around here, you better have some more crack. I'm like shit. <laughs> like all right, next thing you know, you smoke crack with the cop. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, the cop's got his own little crack business, because you gotta have a side hustle if you're mm-hmm. a cop, because, I mean, we know cops live in apartments, and yeah, they they're, they're broke as shit, much. man, but, uh, yeah, man, I, that's a, fuck, I was watching some movie about, like, cro- like crooked cops, it was, like, a documentary about, like, cops in the 80s, mm-hmm. they would go in and, like, bust up gangs, and then take all the money and drugs and shit, and sell all that, <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. That's better than, like, I'd rather take that guy over, like, some fucking stickler with a cowboy hat and a mustache. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to jail if he's got a cowboy hat, dude. He, <laughs> Is he, that the rule? That's cowboy the rule hat, you're going sure. to jail. Yeah, cowboy hat, jail. Yeah. yeah, I had a cop one time pull me over, and, and I don't have a license. So oh, you're, you're riding dirty. I'm always riding dirty. I, I've given up on trying to get my license. I have, I've tried so many times. I've paid probably close to $6,000 worth of, um, surcharges mm-hmm. and then they tell me that I haven't paid my surcharges and then they'll tell me well your license is still temporarily suspended so blah 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 and then I'm just like you know, I just give up I, I'm, there's no point in me trying to get a driver's <laughs> license either I move out of the state and get a license somewhere brand new start off fresh yeah. but I'm never going to get a driver's license here in Texas I'm not even worried about it it's like I'll just get a $300 ticket for driving without a license is that and it? that's all that happens? yeah well they'll take me to jail oh has it happened yet? Yeah. Oh, no shit. It hasn't happened since I've gotten this new car because it's, you know, it's a nicer car than my last shitty car. Um, and then, you know, it's like a, I drive a 300, so it's either like a, like a church pastor guy who's trying to, you know, trying to move up in, in, in society or it's like an old lady car. <clears throat> yeah. So when they see me in it, they're just like, ah, he's. Yeah, let that let that church pastor. Go. Yeah, they don't never sus- they don't never have suspicions that I'm like I'm a speeder or anything like that. So they like they don't fuck they don't fuck with me at all ever since I got this new car and I've had it for almost three years. Yeah, they definitely um, stereotype on the cars because I used to drive mm-hmm. a fucking beat Honda Civic and I got pulled over at least a few times a month and like I kind of got like a grandma car now because mm-hmm. for Uber I kind of wanted something more like what are you Uber-y. riding now? Uh, Honda CRV or some shit like that. It's just kind of like maroon. Oh, the uh, the kind of like small sports utility. Yeah, yeah, it's a little SUV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it looks very grandma-y. And I haven't gotten pulled over with that yet, which is crazy. Because like in Burleson, I mean, I'm sure it's like this here too. It's kind of like a residential area. But if you make too much eye contact with a cop, you're getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, like they're, they're over here. You got to just kind of mind your own fucking business because they'll get you for nothing. I do the opposite. I'll stare at the cop and then they'll stare at me and then... Especially in the morning, because I usually drive with, like, a water bottle, and I'll just be like, hey, good morning, cop. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, back to blue. <laughs> but, uh, 
But um, why were they talking about that? Yeah, I don't know how we got on cops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we backed the blue. You know, I, I do there. feel like the 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 where we're at right now in society, like a lot of the cops that a lot of people that do want to be cops are, are like people who are just looking for power. Oh, for sure, like power yeah. hungry. Like before, it used to be people who like wanted to improve the community. They had hopes. They wanted to be the a nice guy. And then they're like, they become cops, and they're like, oh, this really sucks. But now it's like, you know, people who are like, no, I want to go out there, and, uh, you know, there's people doing drugs, and I want to catch those fuckers. And then and they're like, well, what happened to, like, being a, a, a helpful person in the community? It's like, now it's just a game for them. Like, they're playing, they're they're playing, uh, <clears throat> uh, god damn, what's that very popular game on PlayStation? Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> yeah, they're, like, playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> But by catching criminals, and they want to be the guy who catches them. Right, yeah. I feel like it's because they never got invited to do the drugs with the with the cool kids mm-hmm. in high school. It's always like the ROTC kid that's mm-hmm. like weird as shit. You're like, this guy is either going to be a cop or a school shooter for sure. Mm-hmm. You can always spot him. Buzz haircut. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I've been going for a while there. Are you almost ready to call it a night? Yeah, oh, whatever, shit. man. 39, yeah. Uh, anything you want to plug real quick? I heard you doing some earlier, but do you want to plug anything else? Uh, yeah. Your Instagram, I mean, your Facebook, your Twitter. Uh, yeah, sure, man. Uh, so, on November 8th, I'm doing a show at Central Arts Bedford. Uh, it's the first one I've done there, so... Hopefully I can do more there. I'll get you on the next one if we do more, man. Because it's be like great. it's a cool venue. Uh, I've been doing a lot of like music shows there. My uh, Instagram is cam underscore broccoli. I think my Twitter is Cameron underscore Furtick or some shit like that. But yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, man. It was cool. We uh, we I, I feel like we haven't gotten to talk much, so it's cool no, to come on here, man. This is the first time I really got yeah. the chance to sit down and yeah. communicate with you. I know you fuck with the Grateful Dead, so I was like, man, this guy's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that we didn't yeah. get to talk about the dead, but maybe I've got to come back. Yeah, about the we'll dead definitely again. do it again. Uh, and thanks everybody, and um, I'll see you guys next time.